Good morning. In the last two years, eleven Loudoners, eighteen years old or younger, have taken their own lives. This week, mental health professionals proposed a bunch of ideas ranging from simple to sweeping to bring the county together around preventing teen suicide. For Thursday, September seventh, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Today's morning minute is brought to you by Buzzed at the Bee tonight at Leesburg Brewing Company. Loudon Literacy and Loudon Now—that's us—are teaming up for a night of completely unfair spelling. <laughs> Luckily, it's only a dollar to bribe the judge to look away while you check your phone, or give you a pass on a missed word, or even just to buy someone else's win. Drop in and play around for twenty bucks. The prizes are great, and all proceeds and bribes benefit Loudon Literacy. Oh yeah, and that judge. Is me. So come on out tonight at 7 p.m. at Leesburg Brewing Company for Buzzed at the Bee. See you there. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. This week, county supervisors heard a report on what Loudon is doing to curb teen suicide and what more could be done. The Community Services Board and the County Mental Health Department launched the report in response to an upsurge in teen suicide in Loudon. The report starts with what's already in the county's continuum of care, and it's actually a lot. It lists more than 20 existing programs and resources, ranging across government programs, the schools, and nonprofits. But there are also things the county could be doing as a whole. The report also makes a few recommendations, ranging from relatively straightforward to pretty big-picture ideas. On one end of the scale, the county government could just include contact information to mental health resources in any county press release relating to mental health. It could also launch a single searchable website with the mental health resources in the county. The mental health professionals who made the report would also like to see mental first aid training expanded to more people in the county to help people in crisis. They'd like to see training with a common system so that different mental health providers are speaking the same language when they collaborate. And they'd like to support teen-led programs like the We're All Human Clubs in high schools by putting a spotlight on them and helping them grow. They'd also like to start a suicide review team. They haven't worked out details for that yet, but there's one in Fairfax we could learn from. Fairfax County's Youth Suicide Review Team has representatives from a variety of organizations like the school system, the Department of Family Services, the Fire and Rescue and Police Departments, the Health Department, and Virginia's Chief Medical Examiner. They meet almost every month to review all teen suicides in Fairfax. They do have access to a lot of confidential information, which is closely guarded, and their meetings are not public. The team looks for precipitating factors, risk and protective factors prior to the death, warning signs, interventions, gaps in the services, system failures or weaknesses, and recommendations for improvement, and they compile an annual report. Their second report is coming out sometime this month. Back here in Loudon, supervisors liked the suggestions they heard. There were no specific budgeting requests attached to this report, but Neil McNerney from the Community Services Board and Michelle Petrozello from the Mental Health Department have both said they'll keep refining those suggestions and could come back with concrete requests later. Michelle Petrozello. And we know for every youth who completes suicide, there is a family who mourns, a neighborhood who mourns, a faith community who mourns, a school, and a county who mourns. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story.
In other news, if you're dreading driving through the three-way intersection at Arcola Boulevard today, good news. Things are about to get better. Yesterday afternoon, the final mile and missing link of Loudoun County Parkway opened. It links Brambleton and Old Ox Road and completes a four-lane road from Route 50 to Route 7. The only other multi-lane road to provide that sort of north-south connection in Loudoun is Route 28. This final segment was built by Brambleton's developer as part of its proffer agreement with the county. It's been a long time coming, and Dulles Supervisor Matt Letourneau, who is on his second term, said it was part of why he originally decided to run for office. It was also done in conjunction with VDOT's Route 606 widening project, which includes that intersection of Old Ox Road and Loudoun County Parkway. All that took proffers, local, state, and regional funding, and a large chunk of land at Dulles Airport from the Metropolitan Washington Airports Authority. Northern Virginia Transportation Authority Chairman Marty Noe said the problem is that there are a huge number of transportation problems in Northern Virginia, and none of them are cheap. So we'll have to keep cooperating across the region to get these big $100 million projects done. Supervisors have voted to send $5.4 million to the Pennington Parking Garage construction project in Leesburg after two sinkholes opened up underneath its foundation. About $3.5 million of that will go to fixing the sinkholes and reinforcing the garage. The rest will go to other cost overruns the project has already incurred and to replenish the project's contingency reserves, which have run dry. It's coming from the budget for the new courts building in Leesburg, which means next year the county will have to find more money for that project. This garage, by the Pennington lot off North Street, is actually meant to serve that courts complex when it's complete. Before they voted, supervisors were looking for assurances that the project's budget and bedrock wouldn't both drop out from under them again, but the county's geology consultants didn't have that many assurances to offer. Nick Malloy from ECS, the geotechnical consulting firm on the project, said sinkholes are unpredictable. Joe Kroboth, the county's director of transportation and capital infrastructure, said on the bright side, the sinkhole was probably exacerbated by drilling on the site, and they're done drilling now. Leesburg Supervisor Kristen Umstadt was worried that capping the sinkhole on that site would push underground water to neighboring homes and open up sinkholes there. Mr. Malloy from ECS said he doesn't believe fixing the Pennington sinkholes will pose a significant increase in risk for the surrounding properties, but he also said it's extremely difficult to predict what the water will do after they cap the sinkholes. Two supervisors voted against sending that money. Supervisor Ron Meyer said he wanted the Finance Committee to look at it first. The other was Supervisor Umstadt. She said she couldn't support moving on with the project without assurances that it wouldn't endanger surrounding properties. She didn't offer any alternative, and she said she wasn't criticizing the rest of the board, but she said she couldn't live with herself if, in the future, a sinkhole opened up under someone else's property and she had voted in a way that might have caused it. The first sinkhole there at Pennington opened up when construction crews were drilling to build the western end of the foundation in June. A second sinkhole developed nearby in August and was determined to be part of the same 60-foot diameter of the first sinkhole. Fixing it all is expected to set the project back five months, with completion in November of next year. Sinkholes are a common problem in areas over limestone, which includes pretty much all of Leesburg. Mr. Kroboth from DTCI said it's less likely to be a problem for the new courts building, which will be on a structural slab. He said the whole area underneath that slab could fall away and the building would still stand. 
A man from Aldi has been charged in a VDOT bribery scheme. Two Virginia Department of Transportation employees and four VDOT contractors were arrested last week and charged with alleged involvement in a bribery scheme involving the award of more than $9.1 million in snow removal contracts. Elmer Antonio Mejia of Aldi was among the contractors charged with conspiracy and mail fraud and could face up to 20 years in prison. Allegations in the federal indictment say as early as 2013, two VDOT supervisors at the Burke area headquarters sought and accepted cash bribes in exchange for various favorable official acts like awarding snow removal contracts. Each bribery agreement stated basically that the company owners would pay a percentage or a flat rate of their hourly contracts as cash bribes to the two VDOT supervisors. They are alleged to have taken about $140,000 in bribes from 2013 through 2016 that way. The indictment also alleges that Mr. Maya from Aldi conspired with one of them to subcontract snow removal work out to a company one of the supervisors owned, called Supreme Landscaping. Mr. Maya is accused of paying more than $160,000 from 2011 to 2016. And Loudoun County Public Schools have logged 1,385 grievances about bus service since the first day of school. That includes 819 general questions or concerns, 274 requests for new bus stops, 202 reports of early or late buses, 49 driver complaints, 17 driver infractions, and 24 complaints about students' walking conditions. On the bright side, they've had eight compliments. But school leaders are defending the bus system, which saw big changes this year. Read about those changes and what senior staff and school board members had to say and get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. And guess what tonight is? It's buzzed at the bee at the Leesburg Brewing Company. Loudon Now is teaming up with the Loudon Literacy Council for, a, it has to be said, a pretty goofy spelling bee tonight at 7 p.m. Trust me, you don't have to be much of a speller to play. You can bribe the judge to get a pass if you misspell a word, or if you want to look the word up on your phone, which is not really cool at the scripts spelling bee, I'm given to understand. You can drop in any time from 7 to 8.30 and play around. At 8.30, we have the final round for the people who've won the most, and if you're a little short, you can just buy some wins off of other people. And of course, you can just hang out, have a drink, cheer for the spellers, and heckle me if you want, because I will be the judge and MC for this spelling bee. The top prize is a pair of tickets to the Not Your Kids Spelling Bee in October, worth $200. Second prize is a wine tasting for four at Fabioli Cellars. Third prize is dinner for two at Leesburg Brewing Company, and there are plenty of other prizes going. And it all goes to benefit Loudon Literacy. So, I hope I'll see you tonight at Leesburg Brewing Company at 7 p.m. On today's calendar, aside from Buzzed at the Bee, the Loudoun County High School volleyball team is having its fifth annual Gold Out Night against Woodgrove High School to support their friends and families fighting pediatric cancer. All proceeds benefit the Inova Shar Cancer Institute. It's at 6.30 p.m. at Loudoun County High School. The Blue Ridge Thunder Cloggers are holding beginner clogging lessons starting today at 7 p.m. in Waterford. It's 25 bucks a month and the first class is free. And historian and author Mary Tyler McGraw will speak on The Three Worlds of Margaret Mercer at St. David's Episcopal Church in Ashburn today at 7 p.m. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, remember to hit subscribe and it'll be waiting for you when you wake up every morning. Okay, have a great day. Music